You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi there, you're joining me for episode 146 of the Blended Family Podcast. I'm glad you're here. I've got a great topic for you today. We're going to talk about dealing with difficult exes, and I know that many of you struggle with that. And we'll get to it in just a moment. I wanted to mention something that came up in the Facebook group the other day. One of the members was a bit taken aback by all of the problems posted. As many of you know, our group is not a space for negativity, but we are all dealing with some very real and troubling issues. So many of the posts are, I don't want to call them negative, but let's just say they aren't always happy posts. And that's okay because when I look at the advice or the answers given by many of you, they're most often encouraging and empathetic. But I did agree with her. There's no reason we shouldn't be posting in there more often about the positive things that happen in our lives. That's not bragging. It's just showing others that good things happen every day in blended families. So if you are part of my Facebook group, please feel free to post happy, inspirational, and encouraging things in there. I haven't been very active in there like I want to be lately because I've been completely overloaded with work and family issues, but I'll try to get in there more and I'll try to start posting more positive things. Again, it's not a negative group by far, but it is a serious group and I think we could all use to have more fun nowadays. If you are not yet a member of the group, it is our private Facebook group called Blended Family Connections. You can come and check us out. We have wonderful people in there. And the link is blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. Other than that, I don't really have any announcements today, so let's jump right into the topic. We all have exes, and unfortunately, many of us have difficult or uncooperative exes. If you don't, you need to be very grateful. Some of you may have exes on both sides who are difficult. And the problem with a difficult ex is that they might always remain difficult. Some relationships are strained after a divorce, but eventually get back to a place of peace. But others might remain strained for the duration. And I know you all want to know what to do about it. You won't be able to remove them from the equation, and you know that. So we need to learn how to deal with them, how to cope. I probably don't need to give you examples, but I will anyway. What are some things a difficult ex might do? Difficult and uncooperative exes do all kinds of things. They might mess with your schedule on purpose. They might not be accommodating if you have an emergency. They might argue at every opportunity they can. They might use the kids as pawns. Difficult exes know your triggers and they'll use them on purpose. They might badmouth you to the kids or anyone else. They might not adhere to the schedule or parenting plan set in place. They might not arrive on time for drop-offs or pickups. I think you get my point. And many of you are experiencing these issues right now. Let me read you this email I got from a listener. He says, Melissa, I've been divorced from my ex-wife for over five years. We have three kids together and we are both remarried. My ex-wife causes problems almost every week. No matter what I do, she starts a fight. 
I try to do everything I can to avoid conflict, but that only makes her come at me more. She hates my new wife and tells the kids they don't have to listen to her as she is not their mom. She spreads lies and gossip about me to her friends and to the people at the school. I don't know what to do, but I fear that if it keeps up, my current marriage will fall apart. Please help. So this is just one email out of literally hundreds I get that have to do with exes. So why are so many exes like this? Have you ever thought about your ex? Have you ever wondered what their issue is? There are some people who are suffering from mental illness and those people actually don't always know that they're being so difficult and even if they do, they really can't help it. That is not an excuse I'm making for them, it's just reality. A true narcissist doesn't even know they're a narcissist. Someone who's bipolar might be aware of it but they can't always control or help their behavior. Again, no excuse, but with these people, at least you know what's going on and it helps to explain the difficult behavior. But for the rest of them, there might be other reasons they're being the way they are. Some exes want to win. They don't even know why or what, but they want the upper hand. They want to be the more liked parent or they wanna have the better life. They wanna prove they are better or ended up better after the divorce. And yes, it's childish, but common. No one ever said adults are mature. Some exes want attention. Maybe they want you around more. They might act like they can't handle certain situations so that you come running to their rescue. This doesn't mean they still wanna be with you, although it could, but most of the time they just want your attention in whatever way they can. It might be jealousy too if you've moved on with your life and even if they don't want to be with you anymore, they still want to know you're around. Some exes still want to control you and this one is very common, especially if you've moved on. They often think it's because of your new partner that they can't control you anymore. Of course, that isn't necessarily true. You might just have a little bit more strength now with a new partner. But anyway, they want to know that they can still have power over you and they will do whatever they can to keep that going on. Other exes might still be upset, bitter or angry about the divorce or the circumstances surrounding the divorce. So because they're angry and miserable, they want you to be angry and miserable also. And then you have the exes who just want to rock the boat because they can. They want to disrupt your life. In fact, they thrive on it. It gives them strength to tear you down. They want to cause as much upset as they can just because they enjoy the drama of it all. And really all of these can kind of even overlap and it's not always evident why people do what they do. We can try to figure it out just so we can have a better understanding of what's going on. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. It won't help us just to know why. And even if we do know why, it doesn't fix the problem. The reason is because as you know, we can't change people. And I say this all the time, we can't control them, even though we try and we can't fix them and we can't stop them from being awful. All we can do is control our own selves, our own reactions to things, and we can learn how to cope with all that's going on around us. And I know that might not be the answer that you want. I know you want a solution. And trust me, if I had a solution for difficult exes, I would definitely be a millionaire by now. What I can do for you today is help you by giving you tips and ideas. 
I can give you things to do that might help make things easier with the X, but also I can give you tips that will help make you feel more at ease. Not only that, but your children will appreciate that you are using tactics that don't escalate things. Because remember, they still have to deal with that parent. You may only deal with your ex in small doses, but your child will have to deal with the repercussions of a fight that happens between you two. So I want you to think about that. And before I get into some of these ideas, I wanna stress one very important point. Kids should come first. Kids need to come first, no matter what. They're learning from us and they're watching everything we do. How we interact with others is how they learn to interact with others. That should always be in our minds when we communicate with our ex. Even if the kids aren't present at that particular interaction, it doesn't matter. You are still both of their parents and they love you both. They were born out of love. It's totally okay that you don't get along anymore and that you're divorced or separated, but never forget that you decided to have a child or children and that you need to set an example for them that you can both be proud of. So let's talk about some things you can do when dealing with a difficult ex. The first thing is you wanna work on your communication together. Now you may say that you communicate great, but it's them. They're the one with the problem and I get that. So just look at your own situation with your ex. Do you communicate well? Are you quick to escalate and cut one another off? Are you careful to use statements that are not offensive? I know it takes two, and I also know that it's really hard to communicate with someone who's bad at communicating. But communication is a skill we can all improve on. Also, and I've said this before, texting and email is the best form of that communication. It is so much better to have a record of everything that is being said. And when people know it, they're often less harsh and they're less argumentative. Next, you want your relationship with your ex to be more like a business relationship if you don't get along well. There's no need to go into personal business. It should be handled like a business transaction, and this will help to avoid emotions getting in the way. Don't conversate about work, about friends, about hobbies. Just keep it strictly about the kids. It will be better off that way. Next, you might be able to work with other family members if things are getting too strained. And I mean family members of your ex, maybe your ex-in-laws or your ex's siblings or their friends, even perhaps your ex's new partner. Sometimes it helps when someone they love can step in and assist with communication or even handle certain things that the two of you can't manage to handle together. Now the next thing I'm gonna tell you is not an easy one. And that is you need to respond without reacting. And that is tough. That is one of the hardest things to do. When someone triggers us, and we all know that exes can do that very well because they know our triggers, we usually react without thinking. And that reaction when we're mad is not usually the best way to present ourselves. We might blow up, we might say things we don't mean, we might do or say things we regret later on. More importantly here is that once we do react negatively, the ex wins. They got us to lose control. And that might be just what they wanted. They wanted to fight. They wanted to upset us. Whatever their motive is, don't give them what they want. Don't lose control. Let me give you an example here. Let's say your ex says to you, 
I know I told you that I'd watch the kids when you go on vacation, but I decided not to. And of course, you immediately want to yell and scream. You had a vacation planned, and how could they do this to you? And they're doing it on purpose just to ruin your trip. But if that's what they want, and you lose your cool, they know they've done it. They now will know that they've succeeded in ruining something for you. So the better reaction would be to say something like, okay, I'll arrange for other care. That is responding without reacting. And you can do that with almost anything that comes up. Just give them an answer without the emotion attached to it. Okay, next, don't fight back. This kind of goes along with my last point. It's okay and encouraged even to stand up for yourself and to be firm, but you can do that without fighting. Once we fight and raise our voice and lose control, we give up our power. If your ex is raising their voice and beginning to fight, you need to stay calm and you can let them know that you're not gonna argue, especially if it's in front of the kids, and you can let them know that if they wish to continue the conversation at another time when they calm down, you'll be more than happy, but you will not engage when they're acting like this. And once they see that you won't argue back, they should calm down because it's really not fun to fight with someone who doesn't fight back. And you are gonna know that fighting will only escalate things and make everything worse off. So stay calm. Another tip, don't seek out revenge or retaliate for the ex's bad behavior. I know it feels good to seek revenge. When someone hurts you, you wanna hurt them back. That's human nature. But in the case of the ex, or anyone really, what is it solving? They hurt you, you hurt them back. What's next? It's a vicious cycle that will keep repeating itself over and over again. Do you wanna know the best revenge? Be happy. Show them that they cannot hurt you, that they can't have that power or control over you to ruin your life or to steal your joy. And then you won't have to live guilty about something that you might have done wrong and you won't have to explain that wrong to the kids. So I hear you screaming to me right now, it's not fair. Yes, you're right, it's not fair. It's not fair that someone could try to keep hurting you or ruining your life, it's not. But it's just not for us to figure out right now. They're the ones who have to live with their actions. Life isn't always fair. But I do believe that things come full circle. And I believe in being the stand-up person that pays off in the end. So play nice, be fair, stay calm. These things will come back to you later one way or another. Next tip, do not use the kids as the go-between to communicate with your ex. If your ex is doing this, you can kindly remind them each time to come to you directly. And then you model the proper behavior. Now, you can play the game of acting like you didn't get the message in the hopes that your ex will realize that they shouldn't have used the kids as messengers because you didn't do what was asked to be done. But see, I don't like that because it could get your child in trouble with the other parent. So it's just best to say, hey, I know you told little Johnny that you needed to change the schedule, but I prefer if you ask me next time, I'd hate for him to carry that responsibility. And then the next time they do listen to you and they do go to you instead of the child, make sure that you try and make it a pleasant exchange so that they know how easy it is. And then hopefully they'll stop using the kids as messengers and they'll just start coming to you 
from now on. It really isn't fair to the kids. The kids don't like being put in that position, and then they have to worry if they're going to forget or mess something up, so just don't do it. Next, don't try to change your ex. You aren't married anymore. You're not together anymore. We all know we can't or shouldn't try to change our own partner. We definitely aren't going to be able to change our ex. You're only trying to cope with their behavior and get along with them to the best of your ability for the kids. Don't think that you're going to change them. They might change on their own, but just go ahead and let them live their life. You don't have to worry anymore about their faults and about how they're ruining their own life. You've moved on and you're free of them. So enjoy that feeling and let someone else try to change them now. You don't have to anymore. Next, find support. Aside from this podcast and the Facebook group, I know there's other support out there and friends and family are great to have but nothing is better than talking with people who actually know what you're going through. So aside from here, just see if you can find some local support groups in your area. And last, you want to stay consistent, both in parenting and with your ex. If you follow all of my tips only sometimes, you're only going to get the results you want sometimes. You need your ex to know that things have changed and that they can eat keep acting crazy or irrational all they want, but that you're not going to allow it to upset you anymore. Your consistency shows strength and power. It shows them that it isn't worth the fight anymore. They'll see a new you who's happy and moved on with your life. Does that mean they'll stop? For some, maybe yes. For others, sadly, no. But consistency will pay off, even if It is for your own sanity. And not only will the consistency pay off with the ex, but it will also pay off with the kids because you're setting an amazing example for them in how to deal with other people, but also you're showing them what type of person you are and what type of parent you are. Your ex might be saying awful things about you, but your behavior as a parent towards your child will counteract what's being said. And I should probably repeat all those for you here, so let's see. Work on better communication. Treat your relationship with the ex as a business transaction. Seek help from your ex's family members or friends. Respond without reacting. Don't fight back. Don't seek revenge. Don't use the kids as messengers. Don't try to change your ex. Find support for yourself and stay consistent. Now, the bottom line is you might do all of these things consistently and never see change. Or change might come very slowly. Don't expect things to turn around overnight. In fact, in most cases, things might even get worse before they get better. I hate to scare you, but it's just kind of true. When an ex is super difficult and then they see that you are making healthy changes, that's going to anger them. They enjoy having this control over you. They love having the ability to upset you or ruin things for you. And when they see that they can no longer rattle you or control you, they get mad, really mad. They might even try harder at first to just get you to lose it. It's almost like a kid would do when they don't get their way. But if that happens, if your ex gets worse before they get better, then you just, you know that it's working. And even if you have an ex that just won't quit, at least with these tools that I've given you, you'll have more sanity, you'll like who you are, You'll become a better person and you'll feel calmer 
because you will be calmer. You have to accept that this may change or it may not. You'll have your ups and downs. You will have setbacks. You might have two great years and then trouble starts all over again. See, once we decide to have a child with someone, we know that person will be tied to us for the rest of our child's life. But I want you to keep in mind that once our children are older, it's not so hard. Sure, maybe certain occasions you'll see your ex, but overall it will get easier. In the meantime, work on yourself, work on your relationships with the other people in your life, and find happiness because that is how you show your ex that they can no longer take that away from you. Once you realize that you can be happy and enjoy your life despite what your ex says about you and what they do, you finally win. Once you stop focusing on your ex and place focus on the things around you that matter, you reclaim your life. And that is what I want to leave you with today. And for those of you struggling with difficult and uncooperative exes, it is my hope that things get better for you. Please use some of my suggestions and let me know if they help. Or maybe you have a suggestion that I left out. Feel free to comment on the show notes or email me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. And you can always continue this conversation in the Facebook group, which is once again, blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. I hope that you enjoyed today's show and I want to thank you for listening and I'll be back next week with another show. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.